The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, the inaugural episode. Be amazed that I said the word inaugural right. I think I did it twice. That's amazing. It's got to be a record. But welcome. We're so glad to have you. I hope you're you're all settled in, listening. Maybe you're excited about the big race this weekend. I think we all know which one that is. Uh, before I get into it, i got to say thank you to a few folks. and uh, That's uh, Ryan Kramer, Adam Pelletier, Colby Dant, Sean Green, the SGPN folks for uh, for giving me the opportunity to do this show to talk about something that I absolutely love. That's been just a huge part of my life for a really long time, and that's that's playing the horses. All these sports bettors, they just don't know. They don't know the the crazy value that you can get with with betting horses. That you can turn a buck into thousands upon thousands of dollars uh, and do it in one race somehow. But it's it's uh, something that's that's very dear to me. So I'm excited to talk to you. And especially excited to talk to you this week because, I mean, it's like Horse Player Christmas. We've got the freaking Kentucky Derby presented by Yum Brands. I say yum to these betting opportunities. The reason I say yum to these betting opportunities is uh, one person's absence makes this probably the most interesting betting race that we've had for a derby at least I don't know, I'd say five to six years. Um, we've had some really strong favorites, you know, over the over the past few years between Justify, between, you know, like horses like Max Security. I mean, it's been rare that we haven't had a horse that, that really kind of, you know, takes takes the uh, the field and the morning line maker uh, by storm. And, you know, we have a, a good idea who's going to win ahead of time. This one, it's pretty hard to tell who's going to win ahead of time. You have Chad Brown. He's got Zandon, uh, who's installed as the morning line favorite. That I mean, is this Chad Brown's first Derby horse? Is he finally going to win the big one that's not on the turf? Who knows? You got Brad Cox with multiple entries. Is he finally going to get a winner that crosses the wire first? Because if you remember last year, he had Mandaloon get dueled out by Medina Spirit. Epic stretch battle, and then Medina Spirit ends up DQ'd, and Mandaloon is declared the winner. So is this the first time that he's going to get a horse across the wire first at the Kentucky Derby? He's got quite a few shots. What about that that sexy silver fox, Todd Pletcher? He's always got to have like about five horses in the Derby. He's got many chances to do this. We've got foreign invaders. We've got a Japanese horse named Crown Pride that a lot of people like. That's a big-time horse. The way that Japanese horses have been performing in the UAE, at you know, in Dubai, it's only a matter of time until they win one. Is this it? Is this the Japanese horse that wins? These are all the things that we're hoping to answer this week so that we can get some winning tickets placed. We can cash the big one because, I mean, let's face it, these Kentucky Derby pools are, are gigantic. Uh, the trifectas pay well. The superfecta, I mean... 
that's almost if you get a good one it's almost private sex island money that's it's ridiculous um you have the pick fours and pick fives that pay just gargantuan and you also have absolute chaos as soon as these gates break open 20 horses bumping into each other jockeying for position the kentucky derby can be won or lost at the break now i mean that's not atypical of horse racing in general i mean there are a lot of things that happen at the gate horses get bad starts they rear up they're bumped they drift out they break in they veer out they do all sorts of things there's all sorts of just words for what can go wrong with the gate break at the Kentucky Derby. And that's what makes what happened on Monday something of the utmost importance. That's the Kentucky Derby post-draw. Now, if you're big into horse racing Twitter, there are people that that put a lot into the post-draw. And do I blame them? Not in the slightest. Uh, A a post-draw can really help a horse. It can really hurt a horse. You could draw the dreaded 17 hole. What? I feel like I feel like if horse racing was a craps table, 17 would be the number that you don't say because that's the post that's never won a Kentucky Derby. It seems like there's a sweet spot for this. And so you have a lot of owners, you have a lot of trainers who are sitting at this post draw. They got their fingers crossed and there's hoping that they don't land in the 17 hole. Oh God, not the 17 hole. So we'll find out this year if this is finally the year that the curse of the 17 hole is broken. Who knows? We'll see. But since this is such a big deal, I brought in a guest to discuss the Kentucky Derby post draw with me. It's a guy that I've known for a while. He's with uh, a group they call on the wrong lead. Uh, actually used to be part of on the wrong lead before the, uh, the drugs and money tore us apart. Uh, just full on behind the music VH1 style. Uh, my buddy, Josh Rodriguez, he's actually going to uh, join us to uh, talk about these post draws, talk about the morning line odds, and give you just kind of a quick reaction to uh, where these horses drew and uh, their chances if they've changed because of where they've drawn. And uh, he's going to be with me right after this short break, and we'll be right back with Josh to talk about the Kentucky Derby post draws. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $10 to win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win Zone Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a 3-plus leg Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WY nnbet.com to get started offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 adult life is so difficult and it's even more difficult when you don't have the right coffee to get your day started and get you firing all cylinders that's why trade coffee is here trade coffee is going to connect you with some of the best coffees you've probably even never heard of from some of the best roasters in the country. They have experts who have tasted these that vouch for them for over 450 different kinds that are ready to ship to you. They're so confident in their ability to match a coffee to your taste that they're going to 
guaranteed. If you don't like the coffee they sent, send it back. Give a feedback and a coffee expert is going to find the one that's going to work for you next time. Because let's face it, everybody's coffee taste is different. What you might like, I might not like. So they're going to send you a questionnaire. You answer a few questions and they're going to pick out the perfect coffee for you. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee that you're going to love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. And don't forget about Mother's Day coming up. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. All right, welcome back, everybody. And as promised, I've got a guest. I don't, I'm not sure if I can call him a guest. He feels more like family at this point. <laughs> I've known this guy for... Uh, I was trying to think about this. Uh, I, I'm i not sure how long I've known him, but we, we've known each other for a bit, right? Yeah, I was. I we're going on what four or five years at this point, right? Was it just, was it like the justified? It was the justified derby because that's, that's when I started horse playing. Yep. Yeah. Well, this guy who's keen to to play the horses, who's up for the horse play, uh, is Josh Rodriguez. Some of you might know him as the uh, spirit animal of on the wrong lead. Uh, the people whose fault it is that I actually have this show now, probably uh, because uh, they gave your boy his start. <laughs> uh str- streaming and talking saratoga um josh how's it going man pretty good pretty good i'm actually here uh i'm in beautiful madison wisconsin for a work conference um and uh you know you asked me to do this and so i i brought my, my portable recording gear up here and uh yeah i'm i'm doing well uh we you know we we're gonna this is gonna be a busy week um both for me like professionally with this conference and also personally with uh churchill downs and and oaks and derby day coming up so it should be oh yeah it's a tense week it's always a tense week with with the derby approaching i feel like i sleep i I already don't sleep very much but i feel like i sleep even less when when it's derby week and it's it's you know leading up to it because they're just there's so much to look at i i can't stop my mind from going the wheels keep turning do you do you find yourself just you know pouring over these things over and over again and making a decision and then waffling on it. Like I do, you know, it's funny because what basically happens to me is the draw comes out and then I overanalyze everything as soon as the draw comes out and the PPs are out and start looking at stuff and start swearing why PPs aren't updated, why odds aren't on these yet. And then I realized like, look like this a long week, you know, you're going to have plenty of time to look at this stuff. There's no need to get to, a rash decision i mean like you could just go on the twitter right now and 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 look at hot take central if you're trying to you know if you want to get yourself all hot and bothered already with the uh with the draw but uh yeah i i took a look at i took a look at stuff obviously as soon as it drew but i also know that as time goes by um and we get later in the week you know we'll, we'll have our live streams later in the week and and i'll have a better more concrete opinion i think than than i do now yeah, this is about the time of year where traditionally I will completely tune out of absolutely everything. Like I won't listen to podcasts. So the irony that I'm debuting a podcast this week uh, is not lost on me. The fact that that now I'm I'm here giving the hot takes. But yeah, uh, we got our post draw today. We got our morning line odds. Let's go ahead and just take a look. We're going to go five posts at a time and see what what kind of sticks out to us and get our reactions to it. So 
drawing the inside, the New York invader Mo Donegal for Todd Pletcher with Irad up. He's going off at 10 to or sorry, opens up at 10 to 1. We've got in the two hole Happy Jack 30 to 1 for uh, Doug O'Neill with Rafael Bejarano up. Oh, did I say that right? Bejarano. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Then we've got Epicenter, uh, not your top choice, but second choice, I believe, at seven to two for uh, Steve Asmussen with Joel Rosario. Sorry, I so I got my Bejarano, but I messed up. It's it, Joel. I always do it. It's Joel. It's not Joel. <laughs> I got to give the man respect. All right, number four in the four hole. Summer is tomorrow. Uh, trainer, this is one that's new for me, but I believe it's Bupat Seymour. And we got Mikhail Barcelona up at 30 to 1. And then Smile Happy in the five hole, 20 to 1 for uh, Kenny McPeak with uh, Corey Lannery up. Anything sticking out to you there? Anyone you're eliminating? So I have to say that I'm very, very sad that Mo Donegal drew the rail because now I'm afraid that people are going to get off him. And I did not, I do not like him in this race whatsoever. Um, he is he is a bet against for me. And I mean, the, it, it was even without the post, uh, he was a bet against. So now him being in the rail kind of, um, kind of, you know, upset. Uh, I'm not going to say upsets me, but you know, y- y- the horses you don't like, you want to take money, you know, to boost the value in your other horses. And Mo Donegal is one of those kind of steam horses right now that a lot of people really, really like. Um, obviously I think the horse that we need to talk about is the epicenter here in the three hole. Um, I was talking with, um, with, you know, amongst the group, uh, you know, notably our, our, our boy Caleb and, uh, you know, he doesn't like the post. Um, I'm not super upset. I don't think because I think now Joel knows like he, like he's got to go, he's going to have to to send at least a little bit. And, and I think it kind of, sets up a game plan for epicenter um because uh he is kind of like i said more of a little push button type you know he can sit just off or he can be on right on the lead um i i don't think he was going to get the lead in this race but i think he is going to have to to definitely make a concerted effort to stay forwardly placed from that um that three post um so i kind of like it there is some concern uh, with the, the speed ball for summer is tomorrow on the outside. Um, so my hope is the four just goes. Uh, Joel lets the four pass him and he just kind of sits in that second, um, that second flight. But um, that's kind that's, of at least the, the horse that kind of like, like popped out to me there in the first uh, inside posts. And that's what I've noticed most with uh, seeing like the early time form pace projections is that you're going to see that four summers tomorrow sitting up front with, uh, with epicenter tucked in uh, right behind him uh, in that pocket trip. And, you know, I've seen, I, I like you have also seen a lot of, you know, well, epicenter is done kind of talk uh, after, after drawing the three hole. I don't, I, I kind of I'm with you is with there's not going to be very much indecision with what the game plan is now that you're right. It, it forces the hand. You pretty much have to go from right there, because if you don't, you are you're going to be tucked behind a lot of horses. And while he's a little bit of a push button horse, I don't see a deep close coming out of epicenter any anytime soon. Currently, um, you mentioned Mo Donegal. I'm just full tinfoil hat with Mo Donegal and Rapoli buying a share of Mo Donegal and Irad being up and. I, you know, I, dangerous to play the jockey game, of course, but, uh, you know, 
it's just I you know how sometimes we we get we see something happen like you you see something happen and you're like I'm going to remember this forever this isn't going to burn me again and I'm thinking back to when creator won the Belmont and like a couple days before Bobby Flay bought a share of creator and so now what's ha- what happens is I end up chasing that angle like now and forever uh, until like it actually does hit and I com- you know completely forget all the times I lost using it and I'm just like see see foolproof <laughs> angle bot shares but I I'm I actually I think Modonigal won't be hurt a lot from that post um you're right I mean he might not take near as much money because that it's it's hard to win from that one hole I think the last time we had a horse come close was looking at Lee um a, a few years ago uh, and it took it it took a perfect rail and just everything to open up for him. So, I mean, it makes sense. I, I can see that that odds, you know, kind of floating quite a bit. Now, let's go ahead and look through six through ten here. And we've got Messier at eight to one for uh, Tim Yakteen with uh, Johnny V aboard uh, the Japanese horse Crown Pride. Twenty to one. Uh, I believe it's Kochi Shintani, uh, the trainer with uh Christoph Lemaire uh, in the Irons. The eight, charge it 20 to one for uh, Todd Pletcher with uh, Luis Saez. The nine, tis the bomb 30 to one uh, for Kenny McPeak with uh, Brian Hernandez Jr. And the 10, your favorite, the Chad Brown horse, Zandon at three to one with, uh, I don't know, it seems like seems like everyone's most favorite jockey right now, Flavian Pratt. Uh, uh, now, it's a pretty good little block there in terms of uh you know the six through ten holes between Messier and finishing with Zandon. Now, anybody here that that piques the interest that you're that you're maybe discounting a little bit because of where they drew? Uh no, I mean like this is like where you kind of get into the you know the garden the garden spots right. You want to yep. be in like these middle ten. You want to be between like ten and fifteen or uh, five and fifteen rather. Um, so I don't think the draw here at this point is going to affect any of these horses. Um, there's a, a couple, I have a couple thoughts here. Um, one, uh, you know, crown pride is getting a ton of buzz and he seems like the type of horse that I want to bet just so I could say I was right because yeah. I want to be on the, the first Japanese horse that wins a Derby. Yeah. I don't know if this is him. Um, I mean, it is interesting that Christophe Lemaire, who's the top jockey from Japan, is, is flying in for this mount. Um, I, I haven't looked at the undercard. I don't know if they're shipping over any any like Japanese turf forces or anything for any of the undercard races. But uh, um, that seemed pretty notable to me. Uh, horse has been working pretty interestingly. Um, I've seen everything from the prancing videos. I've seen everything from the horse just like with a real slow work. And then his latest work was that crazy 46 and two, um, just, you know, smoking, absolutely smoking. (laughs) And so I'm not one who likes to get caught up in the workout buzz and, and and all that, you know, every trainer is going to tell you their horse is working out great. Every horse is in the best shape of their life right now. Um, so, you know, I take that all with a, with a grain of salt. Um, but, it, it, it's just interesting. It's a good story, right? Like betting wise, not interested in it, but like narrative wise, I, I think the, the seven crown pride is, is a very interesting horse from it, from narrative perspective. Um, I will say that uh, two of uh, two of my good friends are both, both love these next two horses, the eight and the nine. 
uh, you know, our, our, well, my fellow on the wrong lead, your, your ex on the wrong lead compatriot, uh, Mark Capitan. Yep. Before the is, money, the money and drugs tore us apart. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> is just all over charge it. Uh, he loves charge it. Um, I, I'm not as big of a fan, but, uh, you know, he's, he sees something in that horse and, and, and he loves it. Um, and, uh, you know, Ed DeRosa, man, Ed DeRosa loves this nine tis the bomb. Um, I don't have as much concern for this horse uh, running on the dirt. Um, I just don't think he, I just don't think he's good enough. Um, I don't think it's it. I think that he's going to become uh, a really nice turf horse, but I, I also see a little bit of like a Catholic boy type where he, he might win a grade two, grade three or something on, on the dirt this year as well. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, but um you know, I, I think I think the nine is a nice little horse, um, just not for me in the spot. Um, and then you know the other the other kind of uh, the logicals in here in uh, Messier and uh, and Zandon. Um, Messier is probably the shortest price horse that I'm most against. Um, I'm just you know not really like he should have won that last race at Santa Anita Derby. Um, and he got beat by this unknown Taiba, who now is one of those steam horses. Um, and so I'm just going to toss Messier um, just based off that last effort. The number's good, but you know, if you're really going to be, believe the number, then you, why bet Messier when Taiba ran better? Um, so he's going to be probably my toss in, in the shorter prices. And then I don't really know what to do with Zandon. Um, I obviously have a uh, a personal grudge against uh, Flavian Pratt, so um, I'm sure many people do. But I have a huge personal grudge, and you know I usually forget about it 364 days out of the year. But uh, on Derby Day, you know I just I just think of Flavian Pratt on Country House, and you know my entire world just crumbles uh, around me. Um, Oh, we will be circling back to uh, to that derby, by the way, because I, I, I there's a specific story I have in mind that I do want you to share with the people. Uh, so we I mean, I hate to bring up just things that you uh, that, you know, were traumatic to you, but and it's still a pretty good story. So it's happening. Uh, I mean, for Zandon drawing the 10 hole, I, I can't think of a better place for a horse to actually land when it comes to the Kentucky Derby post draw. Just traditionally, if you look at the numbers, you look at how they're performing by either winning or hitting the board. You said it. You want to be smack dab in the middle there. I got to ask and I got to wonder if you take Zandon and Mo Donegal and flip their post positions, do you think that you get a corresponding flip in the morning line odds. Do you think that you'd see Mo Donegal as a three to one favorite and Zandon at seven to two? Oh no, no. I think, I think that um, the way that this horse has been working, the way this, the steam, this horse has been getting um, from insiders. Uh, I think this horse is going to be your favorite all along. Um, I think, I think there's been some talk. Uh, and once again, it's hot take central on Twitter, but, you know, people are like, oh, well, he, he might not be the favorite. It might still be Epicenter, you know, Mattress Mac dropping that big bet and all this other stuff. But um, I, I think Zandon will end up being your uh, your favorite in this spot. Um, I mean, if if we're talking like ABC type wagering, he's he's probably a B or C type for me. He's not one I'm going to um, necessarily want. He doesn't have the, the run style that you want to win a derby. 
Um, but uh, I will be more than happy to have other people bet him down. Yeah. And with crown pride, um, I, I got to say, I kind of share your, your same kind of like, I want to bet this horse so that, you know, the first time a Japanese horse wins the Kentucky Derby that I, I'm, you know, walking to the window with that ticket in my pocket. Uh, I will say, I mean, I, I feel like the horse has, might have a, you know, a legitimate shot, but just going forward, even if he doesn't win, it's only a matter of time. It was really only a matter of time. If you keep track of what these Japanese horses are doing in the UAE, how they're, how they're performing there. I mean, it's really, it's really something worth noting. So uh, if you're one of those people that wants to bet it for the story, then I mean, landed in a pretty good post just to, just to get that done. So we're going to move on to the next, the next five here. We've got pioneer of Medina. God, just bring up all the, all the drama <laughs> with one name there. Uh, 30 to one this time though, for Todd Pletcher, not a Baffert horse. Uh, and you got Jersey Joe Bravo. And as we're aware, people from New Jersey steal things. Nope. Um, you've got Taiba, as you mentioned earlier with Tim Yakteen, uh, Mike Smith, money, Mike up in the 12 hole, the 13 simplification, uh, 20 to one for, uh, Antonio Sano, uh, with Jose Ortiz up. I believe that is a Florida invader. Uh, the 14 Barber road out of my neck of the woods, uh, coming out of the o- Oakland preps at 30 to one, uh, for Johnny Ortiz with uh, a superstar in the making. I feel like, uh, Ray Lou Gutierrez up. And then the 15, a horse I think should be getting a little bit more steam, uh, possibly. White a Barrio for uh, Sap, uh, Sappy Joseph Jr. with uh, Tyler Gaffleone up at 10 to 1. All right. I mean, this is the the outside of like the the places we we want to be with these with these draws. So what do you I mean, Pioneer of Medita, he's not getting a lot of buzz, understandably. So but probably not one that's gonna factor in a lot, but Taiba. That run against uh, against uh, uh, was it Forbidden Kingdom? Yeah, Forbidden Kingdom. Whatever the one where they stole the epiglottis out of again mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. Papa Mandela. Um, he's the horse that that's got the buzz. I am I'm with you. I'm kind of skeptical. But do you think that having this post draw upgrades his chances enough that he's worth a look? You know the twelve is like that movie that you've seen like 30 times that you just love. And like, you think it's going to turn out differently, but in the end, you know, it, it just, it just happens, right? You Like, you know, what's going to happen or like you're there are times that where you know I've thought happen. Forrest Gump wasn't going to make it out of Vietnam. Like, I, uh, he was going to die on the, on the shores of the, uh, the Mekong Delta. Uh, Caleb like would like to say that uh, Taiba uh, basically has every single red flag that he should not win this race, um, which if the past couple of years have, have taught me anything means that uh, this horse is not going to beat me (laughs) because uh, we said the same thing about Medina spirit. We said the same thing about authentic and I don't know, man, I kind of see the same setup here. Um, You know, epiglottises were stolen um i mean epiglottal thefts all over the place it's it's just it's it's just it's an epidemic like i I don't know um yeah i mean the horse looks fast enough the figures are there um the run style is there uh i don't know how this horse is gonna run i i really don't but 
this is definitely a horse that I am going to have in some way, shape, or form. This is not going to be a horse that's going to beat me. I'll let Messier beat me. I will not let Taiba beat me. Um, and uh, in in this group, uh, he's the the horse I like second most. Um, I completely agree with you on the 15, White Barrio. Um, as of right now, that this is my my Derby pick. This is, I think the, I think that this horse is going to be the horse to beat. I mean, drew an absolute perfect post. Uh, has that pressing run style. Uh, is going to go be more than happy to let other horses take the lead. And Tyler's going to make one run, and you know we'll see if he's good enough. Um, I think you're going to get a fair price. Um, I've seen overseas around like between twelve and eighteen to one. I think he's what ten to one on the morning line right now. Um, but yeah, ten to one. But I think he's going to be the horse that gets kind of lost lost on the board a little bit, and which is surprising since he beat he you know won the Florida Derby, um, has beaten a lot of the horses in here uh, at, at three um, in simplification. Mo Donegal, charge it. Um, so yeah, I love White Barrio in this spot. Um, the other three horses uh, in Pioneer Medina, Simplification, and Barber Road, those are all tosses for me. Um, Barber Road is an interesting horse uh, for your superfectas and for your trifectas, maybe even exacta, uh, but he's just an underneath type. Um, I think Simplification and Pioneer Medina are tosses. Yeah, I, I, if Taiba had landed to the outside of these or maybe had landed closer to the rail, then I think that I probably would not be considering Taiba going forward. Um, but I am considering Taiba going forward based on this draw and mostly as an underneath horse. I could see this being a horse that could, that could, you know, dink into to third or fourth potentially because uh, it, it's not necessarily a, a derby winning style. And it's just, it's a dicey proposition with the horses that want to come from a little bit further off the pace. When you have 20 other horses in a race, like there's there, you have to do some creative, you know, traveling to, to get these, these types of horses up. And just, you know, since they've gone to the, the road for road to the Derby point system to, to, you know, get these horses qualified for the Kentucky Derby, it's where we're starting to see this kind of like homogenized running style of like speed early pace kind of horses. So it, to me, it makes me feel like Tybum isn't going to be a winning horse, but it's definitely a horse to, to use because it's a, a board hitter and superfecta rounder outer. I completely agree with White Barrio. Uh, I'm even a little bit more, more interested since uh, landed in the, in the 15 hole. And the big question, and I feel like this is always a little bit of the question with Safi is uh, will Safi's game travel from Florida to Kentucky? Um, we've had these Safi horses that everyone seems pretty high on. And then we, we just kind of find that, you know, it just, it didn't, didn't fire its best shot whenever, whenever it was in the, uh, in the big race. So maybe that changes for him. I, I, I'm with you. I think it's very live. Um, and if he can run up to what he's capable of, then most definitely, most definitely worth a shot. All right, here we are at the end of the road. We got 16, uh, the winner of the Arkansas Derby Cyberknife, 20 to 1 with uh, Brad Cox and the French Strangler. Florent Giroux up, uh, the number 17, Classic Causeway, got him at 30 to 1 with for uh, Brian Lynch with uh, Julian Leperu up. Tawny Port, the other uh, Brad Cox horse at 30 to 1 with uh, Ricardo Santana Jr., draws the 18. Uh, another horse that's been getting a lot of buzz, the 19, 
that buzz might be done now since he drew 19, but Zozos uh, at 20 to one for Brad Cox with Manny Franco. And last but not least, the coach makes an appearance getting the far outside 20th ethereal road, 30 to one for coach D Wayne Lucas with Luis Contreras up. Oh man. Did anybody here? Was there anyone here that you really liked that now you just don't like as much because it drew the post or even the, the opposite. Is there anyone that you think might actually kind of fit coming from here? No, I mean, like I honestly, I basically the horses that I was interested in got good posts. The horses that I weren't, I wasn't interested in filled out the rest of them. So um, there, there weren't a lot of surprises for me. Um, you know, Cyberknife is a very interesting horse. I don't know if the speed figures are there. I don't know if the horse is fast enough. Horse has been working really well. Horse has got the right run style. Um, I think Cyberknife is going to make my tickets as a B or C type uh, in uh, in horizontal wagers, um, you know, and try and uh, uh, spice up some um, trifectas, exactas, and, and use underneath as well in, in there. But uh, outside of Cyberknife, I'm not really interested in any of these other horses. I mean, Tawny Port's a nice horse. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a really nice three-year-old turf horse. Um, you know, I mean, that that breeding, at least to me, screams turf. But, you know, they're, they're going to give it a shot here. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Zozos, uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't really like him in the Louisiana Derby, and he, he ran really, really well there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean – None of these outside horses really do it for me outside of Cyberknife. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have a ton of, of interest here, and I actually this this might be shocking for you, which is I, I'm really not that interested in Cyberknife as the you know the Oakland you know the Oakland horse to beat the one that won the the Arkansas Derby. Uh, I I'm usually a big disgusting homer, but I actually feel like. Uh, these Oakland preps just really weren't quite as strong uh, as they, as they usually are. And so I, I, I don't know. I feel like Cyberknife might actually end up getting a little bit of steam late, but with that post draw, it's, it's not one that I'm necessarily leaning towards at this time. I might dig into the PPs and find that I like it a little bit more than I thought, but at, right now being so far out, it's probably going to end up being a pass for me. So that's it. Those are your, your 20 spots from the Kentucky Derby post draw today. Uh, Josh, do you consider yourself a superstitious man? Uh, I do not. Okay. Why don't you tell the people, uh, there was one time uh, you mentioned the name country house. Uh, you had a big, was it pick five ticket that was alive going into the last leg of the Kentucky Derby. You're sitting on a single, for for max security to win just a ton of money you and your wife are out on the town go tell us what happens oh my god i forgot about this part of the story i completely forgot about this part of the story i feel like blocked this out this is so great <laughs> oh my god so well, terrible we're, in, for you. We're, we're in grand rapids we're in grand rapids and we are um, walking brewery to brewery in Grand Rapids. Super easy to do. There's a ton of breweries there. And, you know, it's Derby Day. I put all my bets in in the morning. Um, so I had a dollar pick four and I believe a dollar pick five, or maybe it was only 50 cent pick five. Um, I was live to maximum security and all three Batford horses. So it was maximum security. 
It was a game winner, um, improbable and oh, roadster. So I had, I thought I had, I had really good coverage here and, um, we, we hit this bar and we start walking over to the, to the last bar that we were going to hit up. Um, and we we're going to sit there and we we're going to watch the race. And this is and so, after this is going into the very last leg, right? It's going to the very last leg. And we're walking down the street. It's just this regular ass residential street. And I shit you not. A fucking black cat comes <laughs> out of nowhere and just crosses in front of me. And I'm just like, where the fuck did like like where did this cat even come from? Like I like <laughs> And so, and so immediately my wife is just like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and I'm like, what, like, what do you mean? Like, wh- like, I don't even know where this cat, well, I'm like, whatever. So we walk and like, mind you, I'm just like, we're, we're pretty buzzed at this point. Cause we're just going brewery to brewery. We get to the, I think it's like called Knickerbocker, which was a uh, new Holland's uh, place in, in Grand Rapids. And they got the uh, the they got it on the big screen. I can't see it, so I'm watching on my phone. My wife is just visibly annoyed because this is supposed to be a weekend out for us, but of course she picked Derby weekend for us to go. And sure enough, Medina Spirit or not Medina Spirit, um, Maximum Security crosses first, and I just turn to my wife and I'm like, "Dude, I think I just won like eight or nine grand." And she's like, "No, you didn't." And sure enough, she was right. No, I didn't because a half hour later, maximum security was disqualified, all because of a fucking black cat. Apparently, I, uh, I personally kind of think that had your wife not had the reaction of "that's not good," that uh, <laughs> that somehow turned out your way, but but unfortunately not. I appreciate. I know how hard that was for you, so I actually appreciate you having the courage to share that with the people. Um, it's so funny because I completely forgot about the damn black cat. And I just remember laughing and, and messaging, like we have a group message between, you know, like 10 of us or whatever. And I remember messaging the group being like, dude, I just walked across a black cat. And, you know, like I would say as far as gamblers are concerned, we are we are more on like our group is on the less superstitious side. Um, and so we, everyone just kind of laughed it off and motherfucker, if, if he didn't just cross first and that happened, man. All right. Well, that took a lot of bravery for you to, to recount that tale. And I appreciate it. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh, as I said, uh, the, the, the spirit animal, the spiritual leader of on the wrong lead. Uh, they do some great live streams, break down uh, different sequences. What, you know, pretty much weekly on Thursdays. Um, Josh, uh, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you on social? Yep. Uh, you can find me at cherry drank. Uh, we do a live stream uh, every Thursday night. Uh, this week we'll be doing Thursday and Friday, uh, seven 30 central, eight 30 Eastern at, uh, on the wrong or yeah, on the wrong lead on YouTube uh, or on Twitter at wrong underscore lead. You can check out our stuff there. Awesome! Thanks so much for joining. Actually, being the the first guest on the, the Notorious OTB, I'm I'm so happy to have you. You're one of my dear dear friends, and uh, love you to death. And I wish you nothing but good luck this Derby and uh, no black cats in the just mile radius around you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Chase. Thanks. Can't thank Josh enough for uh, joining us for that interview, talking about Kentucky Derby post draws. 
We're going to pay some bills real quick, and then I will be right back to put a bow on this episode and get you all geared up for our Thursday show when we start talking about who's going to win this Kentucky Derby. We'll be right back. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's just that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, your tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing the world, everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP, use promotional code SGP, and claim 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. All right, many thanks to our sponsors, people who make this show possible. We appreciate it. And check them out. Check them out. We've got links to their stuff. Give them a look. We've got all sorts of promo codes that you can take advantage of. That is it for me this week, folks. I will be back this Thursday to talk about who we're going to be betting in the Kentucky Derby. I'm going to have a special guest with me, Mark Capitan. Yet another on the wrong leader. Uh, these guys uh, done a lot with them over the years and uh, love that they're they're some of my first guests in this in this uh, venture. So tune back in this Thursday. When we talk about the Kentucky Derby, we talk about some of the undercard races, and we give you some some bets to play for this Derby. Everyone, please follow, like, subscribe, all of that mess. I am out of here. Until next time. 